Hello, hello. I'm Omero Spinoza, Senior Director of Production at Studio Resonate. And you're listening to Studio Resonate Speaks. Have you ever listened to an ad and realized how cool it was that you were able to visualize the scene just through sound? Mm, Maybe the copywriter found a perfect word to describe a relatable feeling, and it felt extra special to you because they did it con un toque de español. Or maybe it was the way the 3D audio elements danced around your head that really made an impact. Well, it's time to peek under the hood and learn more about how it all comes together from the best in the business. In this series, we'll take a deeper dive into the creative processes and hold conversations with industry leaders, look at the future of audio, and celebrate the diversity of our industry. And so for this series, we are celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. We'll be exploring the impact of biculturalism, both in navigating our careers in this industry and the audiences we serve. Plus, we'll dive deep into our creative best practices when it comes to crafting an ad with an authentic voice. So, whether you're new to the business or a seasoned audio pro, we think you'll walk away from this show with your audio advertising knowledge turned up to 11. To kick things off, I'm sharing a conversation I had with the Metal Ambassador and SiriusXM host, Jose Mangan, who talks about bringing his whole self to work. Then, I'll pass the mic to Studio Resonate Project Manager, Lara Coronado, who had a really insightful conversation with Claudia Odo, Senior Manager of Brand and Consumer Marketing at SXM Media, all about how authenticity is key. All right, let's get started. I am excited to welcome Jose, the Metal Ambassador Mangan, to the podcast. One of the most recognized personalities and voices in hard rock, heavy metal. He's a SiriusXM curator, host of Liquid Metal, Octane, and founder of Headbang Science. So grateful that you said yes to come on to our podcast. Omero, it's an awesome uh, pleasure to be here with you. Thank you for supporting the company over the years like you do. Uh, and I will do anything for SiriusXM. I'm a big fan uh, and I love, I love being here with you. Like I shared with you when I reached out, I heard your message last year at the uh, company All Hands. We had a company All Hands uh, celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Jose came in and just dropped the mic. Everyone was excited. It was very powerful and moving. And, you know, part of what we're doing here for our podcast is highlighting and celebrating all the amazing diverse voices that we have. I said, hey, let's kick this podcast off with Jose because he has such a wonderful message and an interesting story. But one little quick fun fact. Your birthday is April 12th, right? Yes, sir. Same birth date. Oh, <laughs> nice, dude. You know who else has our birthday? Uh, Dave Letterman. What? That is yeah, amazing. Dave Letterman, man. I don't know anybody else with April 12th, but that's all. Now I do. Omero, Jose, and Mr. Letterman. That's right. That's right. That's right. So that's exciting. I was, just, I was doing a little bit of research. I was like, oh, man, we are both Aries, like, but Aries to the that's day. Cool. Nice, man. I love it. So, yeah. So, you know, in the intro, I definitely like, let's give some folks, you know, your current role, like what the work that you focus on, the big picture thing that you do. Yeah. Uh, my main job in life is, is, uh, being a messenger of heavy metal and hard rock music. And, uh, the voice is through Sirius XM. This is, this month is my 23rd year at the company. Uh, my, my anniversary is September 21st. I am in charge of liquid metal, uh, which is an all metal station. So everything that goes on, 
off that channel, everything with it, uh, the interviews, most of them. I mean, the whole channel is my baby. It's my oldest son in life. <laughs> I have two real daughters, but I have also two sons. And uh, Liquid Metal was one, and Octane was my other son that I gave birth to a long time ago. And uh, I am one of the main hosts on both Liquid Metal and Octane, uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, I'm on 12 hours a day, and it's a lot, but it's a lot of fun. And I love this music with my whole heart, and it's changed my entire life. So uh, that's what I do. And I and I just do, I'm a company dude, man. I just did an interview with Carrie Underwood, a big special. I'm about to go to our New York City studios to do a, a special with Demi Lovato. Uh, and this is like blowing my mind, because I, I do rock stuff, but it's cool to see how there are other celebrities that are coming over towards the rock world and my company saying, Jose, we need you to talk to these people. And it's it's really cool, man. So, uh, so yeah, I, I represent rock and metal and Sirius XM everywhere I go. And that's what's up. And I love it. I love it. Like, I, I was watching some of your interviews online and you're just a great host, a great interviewee, interviewer. And I can see why, you know, you're getting asked and congrats on your, your celebration with the company. It's Hispanic Heritage Month, you know, and that's kind of what we're going to be talking about here. I'd love to hear what impact has it been being Hispanic and with your career and your trajectory. I think, you know, for me being of Mexican descent. My mom was born in Mexico, in Sonora. I was raised in Douglas, Arizona, which is right on La Frontera, mm -hmm. like uh, nine blocks from the fence is where I grew up, man. So uh, essentially in Agua Prieta, Sonora. But, I, you know, for me, it's always been uh, a, a pride thing, you know, for the Latinos being in this, in this type of position. There isn't anybody with this type of role in the world. And then for, for the one person to have this role, that person is Latino and speaks Spanish every day on the radio and plays Spanish rock and metal all the time and promotes that all the time and promotes how passionate we are about it with American audiences. I hear back from a lot of Latinos everywhere I go. I mean, social media too, but in person is when you can really feel passion from people and it's like other Latinos coming up to me and saying dude thank you for being for repping us I, I take a lot of uh, pride as well uh, you know receiving that that thanks and, and I know the responsibility that I have uh, as a person in this role man so I'm gonna take advantage of it I'm gonna use it for everything and I'm definitely going to always support uh, my Latino heritage and, and really and, and really make it shine. Yeah, that's great. I love how you incorporate it into your entire life and, and in your career. I've seen interviews where like you're introducing Spanish rock bands and you're talking in Spanish and the crowd's like, what's going on? And, but it's like, it's that representation. And what I love is that it's, it, it breaks the mold of having to be this monolithic, like we only listen to like rancheras. We are here. We're part of the community and we're not just one thing. And we're leading the community. That's right. What I'm doing for metal is I'm, I'm putting an example, a shining, positive, loving example of unification, of, of positivity. And so for me, that's a, a big thing. And, and I'm Mexican American, you know, I like tortillas and my tacos and tequila <laughs> and all that good stuff. And, and I, and I'm always, I'm always supporting that culture. We talked about our tattoos before. I have a lot of Azteca tattoos and, uh, 
I'm a huge tequila and mezcal fan. So another part of the heritage, you know, I love Selena. I love Mana. I love Los Tigres del Norte, you know? So it's like, I have a, a big mix of music that I was raised with. And so I try to incorporate it into everything that I'm doing today. It, yeah, you're right. You said it. It's life. It's not a job. This is not just part of, well, let me see what the strategy is so that I can uh, be more strategic and align with the company. No, I'm doing it because I. this is how I've always done. And so, but, you know, it really it starts to, over the last few years with, with the company, with Jennifer leading it, uh, celebrating those, those cool moments where a Latino can do these cool Latino things and uh, bring forth that style and that flavor and to be a leader, you know, and to be a host of, of all these major, the biggest rock festivals in, in the country. They're not just, you know, Latino festivals. None of them are. They're all metal fest, hard rock festivals. And then you have me going up there talking in Spanish on stage in front of a bunch of people that are like, huh? What is he saying? There's a few people that are like, yeah. Love but it. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. But that's how, that's what I have to do. And I want to represent that way. And, and, and I'm just slowly trying to chip away at what the, you mentioned earlier, the stereotypes of, of what we do and what we're supposed to do, man. I was a janitor. I was a landscaper too. I mean, we're all, we've all done that stuff, but I can also show that we can do something very powerful in, 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 in other ways as well. Right, right. And that's, that's very powerful. It's a beautiful thing to be able to come to work and be your authentic self, your whole self, right? Especially yeah. in these spaces where there's, there's no one like you literally doing what you're doing at the no. caliber that you're doing. That was why I was like, I need to get this guy on for the first episode. <laughs> and I don't take it for granted, dude. I'm very humbled by it. I, I'm very, I'm very grateful. I'm, I appreciate all the stuff. I, I thank my bosses, you know, Rob and Steve and Scott, I tell them how much I love this place. And it shines through in how you show up. Last question. As we celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month, is there a message or a sentiment that you'd like to convey to both, you know, the Hispanic and broader audience? A message that I would like to convey. I mean, unity, man. I'm I'm a unifier, man. Like, yeah, we have differences, but at the end of the day, we're the same, mm. you know, and across different cultures, we are the same. We want good to happen to us and our families and our friends and stuff. And I just am always a big preacher of unity. I do see good happening. I do see the reaction and reception that I get representing us in the music and everywhere I go. It's very, very appreciated. Hey, just one more thing, uh, Omero. I just want to bring up the Headbank for Science uh, Foundation. It's a scholarship foundation for high school seniors, undergrads, and grad students uh, that want to be doctors and scientists, and they have to love heavy metal music. School is so important. I mentioned it earlier. If it wasn't for my education, I would never be here today, and I just want to give back and do good things. Anyone that's listening watching, headbankforscience.org. Cool website. You can get the cool profiles of the winners who just we just announced a couple of months ago. And you can also donate. It's a tax write-off. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Very inspiring. And we appreciate all that you do. And again, thank you so much. All right, all right. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Jose. And now I'm going to hand it off to Laura Coronado. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to have you and learn more about you and your experience. 
Before we get started, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your cultural background? Sure. So my name is Claudia Odo, and it's a pleasure to be here chatting with you today. A little bit of a background on me. Um, I'm a tri-cultural Brooklyn native girl. You know, my mom's from Peru, my dad's from Italy, they met in Venezuela. So there's definitely a mix of lots of food and good food and culture that I've had the, the fortune of experience to have just growing up. That is awesome. That's a great mix of, of backgrounds. I am Venezuelan myself, so I definitely need to hear the story after this of how your parents <laughs> met. So you're currently the senior manager of brand and consumer marketing at Pandora. What has your career trajectory up until this point been like? And can you tell us a little bit more about the work that you're currently doing? Yeah. Um, and, and just to add on to that as well, um, in addition to Pandora brand, I'm also working on the SiriusXM brand. So there's been an involvement of my role in the past couple of months. I'm primarily focused on Pandora's Latin audience and brand consumer marketing on that spectrum. And now I'm also helping build the strategy and create that on the SiriusXM side, along with Sean Wright, in addition to a lot more SiriusXM brand work. So more to come on that. I mean, my, my career trajectory, I can go all the way back to my first, you know, T. Howard internship with HBO Latino and HBO Multicultural team, where I really found my passion and my hunger for wanting to be in this industry and specifically being in a multicultural marketing role itself. And then that kind of evolved throughout the years. Um, I took a quick stint in Spain to teach English for a year, but when I came back, um, I did go straight into uh, music choice for a brand marketing role, which evolved into a partner marketing role specializing in multicultural audiences. And then I followed that into Pandora sales team, the Pandora for brands, uh, now known as SXM Media, where I worked there for a couple years. And while I was actually in that role, I wrote a Latinx marketing brand role for the Pandora team. I pitched it back in 2020, um, always stayed connected with that team. And fast forward, I moved into the marketing org uh, strategy for both SiriusXM and Pandora, but in 2022, there was an opportunity to actually have that Latinx brand role come to life. And so I was tapped. And now I've been in the role for about a year and a half on the brand side. I'm really happy that I was able to write the role and now be in the role itself. So um, it was a great evolution. That's incredible. And being able to, like you said, write a role for yourself of like, hey, this is what I kind of am interested in and want to do. And being able to now be in that space where you can lead those projects and have those conversations. That's incredibly awesome and, a, and a, quite a feat. I also wanted to ask, you know, from your trajectory so far, you've worked in a lot of multicultural roles, a lot of them predominantly um, Hispanic facing. What would you say being Hispanic has had, what impact has it had on your career trajectory so far in the roles that you've chosen for your career? You know, I think it's, it's had the most impact and the biggest impact um, on my role. It's, my career has just always been so closely tied to culture and understanding the audience, speaking to the audience, educating clients about the audience. And I remember, you know, I always did the research. I always had the numbers to share our story, but being able to actually give the like, cultural nuance and add color to the narrative I'm trying to share has always brought everything more to life, to the industry, to clients, to our colleagues. And I always say, you know, data can really pick up trends, but it can't pick up culture. And that's where my role really jumps in. Yeah. I always found that my background has given me that gift to be able to 
to be in this role. And, and not just that, it makes you a stronger marketer. It makes you understand different audiences outside of your own culture and having the appreciation and the curiosity and the respect to get that story right for others. And last tidbit I would say is that being able to be in this role, um, there's always been a bigger opportunity for me to have more face time with senior leadership. As you can see, there's still a lot of, and you know, in a lot of different brands, there's still that role that needs to be filled in, that we need those experts. We need people from the culture um, to, to be that advocate, to push for it. And I feel like I've been able to be part of many different panels, many different um, conferences, and had a seat at the table. It's given me bigger opportunities than I could have dreamed of, and that's all thanks to my culture and growing up in my culture. For sure. And that's actually one of the, the things I wanted to touch on is, you know, whether you're working on a campaign meant for like specifically a Hispanic audience or even something that's meant for like the general or total market, in your experience, what would you say has been the importance of having those Hispanic creatives working on those campaigns? It makes a world of difference and you really feel it. And I've been, you know, at companies where I could see it turn from night to day when you hire and have the right talent in the room. And that's everything from designers to bilingual native copywriters to programmers to different marketers. And it really comes off authentically and it really resonates. And you need more than one person in the room because it's such a heavy weight to be the only person in the room of a culture, you know, to be the only voice. And we have such a multi-layered audience and culture that we need many different perspectives and all hands on deck. So I think it's, it's, essential. It's something that we've had to evolve ourselves um, uh, on the brand side. We've left behind practices such as translating copy versus having, you know, from ideation on a bilingual copywriter helping us um, really speak to the campaign and speak to our audience. And we need that in, in all aspects and all realms. I'm really happy to see that continuing to grow and blossom on, on our end. And we advocate for the same for our clients as well. So um, it's people catching the mistakes it's people nodding to the nuances. It's people who just get the genres, who get the audience, who get the culture. So we really want to make sure that we're mirroring the audience that we're speaking to um, and speaking with. So it, it makes that world of difference. There are also so many different origin groups within the Hispanic community. We have many similar cultural similarities. Our experiences can sometimes be a little bit different from one another. How do you think the general market defines what it is to be Hispanic and what's your definition of it? Mm, I love that question. I think sometimes the overall market can paint us as a monolith or have a certain look or a certain way we, we speak or a certain way we, we, we project our culture that it's a little bit too narrow. And I know that one of our biggest biggest challenges and our biggest forthcomings, we're trying to make sure that we are representing such a deep layered and multi-layered audience through ethnicity, through nationality, through gender expression, through race. And it, there's just so many levels to that, that we want to make sure that we get that right. And we nod to, to all of these different beautiful cultures and communities within our own Latinx communities. Yeah, definitely. And I think that you kind of answered the question that I had for you with that is, given that the community can be so varied, it's like, how do you think brands can genuinely resonate with a Hispanic audience without appearing to be inauthentic or opportunistic? Yeah, there's there's a couple of, of ways that I, I like to look at it. You know, one, it's ensuring that you have this all year 
and evergreen approach to connecting with a community. Um, we, we know, and it's been said over and over, you know, we're beyond Hispanic Heritage Month, we're, we're Latinos, we're Latinx, we're, we're Hispanic all year long. And we want to make sure that as a brand, we pop up and we connect all year long. So that's one. Two, it's how you're showing up for the community and the organizations or the social causes that you're supporting, because that really matters. You know, consumers are smart. They understand what, you know, corporations are doing or not doing or what they're saying or what they're not saying. So I think making sure that you are very attuned to what is important to this community really matters and how you show up. And that even means in the way we produce events, the way we connect, you know, with our consumers. Are we working with Latino vendors? Are we connecting, you know, with, with the right business partners to help us, you know, really accomplish our campaign or our brand story? So that's another one. Um, three, having the right talent that represents the culture, like we had spoken about earlier, is important. And then one more is making sure that you have representation and a voice to leadership and making sure that they have an ear in as well and they are supporting um, hiring and elevating talent within the the company itself. A hundred percent. And I love the the point of like, even if you're having an event, for example, like making sure that your vendors are, you know, Latinos and you're really tapping into the community in as many touch points as you possibly can, because that's really one of the best ways to guarantee that it's it's going to come off uh, authentically. So what's like one thing that you wish brands or brand partners knew when speaking to Hispanic audiences? One, one thing I can say is acknowledging that, you know, Latin culture has always been around. We've always been here. We have always been supporting our music, our culture, our food. And I think um, many times we, we just want to have that acknowledgement that that, you know, we see the mainstream audiences are really more tuning into our music now. We love that. We love that Bad Bunny is out there and thriving. Um, but we've always been supporting, you know, our, our artists. We've always been around. There's many artists before him that have also broken a lot of barriers that have done a lot for the culture. And we want companies and brands to, to really embody that and nod to that. You've always been here. We're speaking to you as an audience that... Uh, always tunes in and we respect the the culture and so we're just amplifying it even more um you know sometimes you hear you know latin music is big now it's always been big and yeah. and i think we want to make sure that brands um, acknowledge that that you know that culture has always been brewing and cooking and um you are helping amplify it even more with with whatever campaign or whatever messaging you're trying to speak out there and to also again make sure that it is multi-layered and you're speaking to the spectrum of beautiful community um, that that just want to be seen and heard. For sure. Helping us take up space and amplifying the voices of the people in the communities that we're trying to target. So I feel like yes. that's, that's great. And my final question for you, as we celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month, is there a message or sentiment that you would like to leave our listeners with? A message I'd like to say um, to really to all audiences and to everyone right now for Hispanic Heritage Month is that it's a really important time of the year that we definitely have a lot of celebration, Independence Months that are going on. But I want to also share that, you know, we're here all year long. We want to be amplified all year long. We want to be celebrated all year long. So continuing the momentum outside of this one period is so essential and important as a brand um, that I, I'd love to see that continued. And I do see that continued by so many incredible brands out there. So just keeping that momentum going is really what's going to make the difference. And yeah, that's what I'd love to sign off with. 
I hope you all enjoyed those interviews as much as we did. When I think about this episode in context to media and advertising, I have two things, two takeaways, two hot takes. One, we need representation in all spaces. And two, be authentic, not stereotypical when creating campaigns that are speaking to a certain demographic. Recognize who's not in the room and how we're speaking about that group. I definitely have a lot more to say, but I'm going to save it for our final episode where we'll have a roundtable discussion with the folks who are helping produce this season. So join us next week as we dive deep into some stories about being bicultural. Thanks for listening.